0: the Feed the Tree song while you're doing it? Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> 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 Recently, I've been on a deep dive exploring the female-fronted indie bands of the 90s that I didn't give their due back then because, in retrospect, I was kind of a sexist dickhead. I remember seeing Feed the Tree on 120 Minutes and thinking uh, it was uh, not so great, and so I didn't get the album. Uh, And I have been on especially deep into uh, the Throwing Muses catalog recently, which I would love to explore on the show. Uh, And Throwing Muses was founded in the early 80s in Newport, Rhode Island, by Kristen Hirsch and Tanya Donnelly. And after their breakthrough album uh, in 1990, The Real Ramona, Donnelly left the band to form Belly, along with Fred Abong on bass and the Gorman brothers, Tom and Chris, on guitar and drums. And Belly was going to be a huge band. Uh, They had everything going for them. Feed the Tree was all over MTV. It hit number one on the Billboard alternative chart. They co-headlined a tour with Radiohead. They toured with R.E.M. They headlined a tour and had the Cranberries as their opener. And then it all just kind of fizzled out. None of their follow-up singles hit the charts. And their second album, King, which is also very good, totally tanked. So when I went back to listen to Star, I went in with a lot of prejudice because I remembered, uh, you know, I thought the Tree was okay, but nothing special, and I expected to hear that single padded out with a bunch of filler, and apparently I was still a dickhead, because Star is the sound of someone stepping out of a band and saying, hey world, I rock, and I was saving all my best songs. This was Tanya Donnelly's Kim Deal, Lauren Hill, Dave Grohl moment. Uh, the songs on Star are smart, melodic, and loud, and they sound as much like today as like 1993 when it came out. This is Hidden Jukebox, the show where we start with a great '90s album and see where it takes us. I'm Matthew Amsterburton,
0: and I'm Laura Lowe. And I really liked this album. I had
1: I'm o- so glad
0: only heard the single, and um, I listened to it and was like, it just reminded me of so many other bands that I like, which is always, you know, I think everyone does that. You listen to something, and those are your context, your reference points. I also did not listen to a lot of female-fronted music back in the 90s. Um, definitely heavy on the, as I've said before, the Jane's Addiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and and maybe I liked a little bit more, like, bigger production, and now I don't Yeah. Um, to some extent when this came out. And there's, like, some really beautiful quiet moments and some really beautiful background harmonies and some playfulness, and um, there's there's some guitar solos, which is always good. They're they're short, but they're they're in there. And yeah, really I think guitar the, the guitar sounds. work yeah. on this
1: album is outrageously beautiful.
0: Good. It's beautiful, and um,
1: yeah, it's it's both. It combines heavy and pretty, which I love. Yes.
0: Yes. And it's too long. It's fifty-one minutes.
1: It, yeah, it's fifteen songs, which is too many songs. So, what what uh, what's the perfect number of songs on an album to you?
0: Um, I'd say the perfect length is thirty-five minutes.
1: Oh yeah, I love that. So go... whatever
0: thirty-five minutes is, it could be thirty-five songs. Yeah. So if, if it's... it's like screamo, hardcore, punk yeah. rock, it's like rah 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 rah. Thirty-five I, minutes. Yeah, like, I think fine. that
1: is a good way to think about it. So like thirty-five minutes is good. Like uh,
0: it could be one 35 thirty-five-minute song, like like epic. Thirty-five minute song.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I can't think of an example of that 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 I would uh, recommend, but uh, <laughs> but it could happen. I like I like when the, a very long song that works like that always impresses me.
0: So, what do you want to start
1: with? I Since think they probably start pick. with the with the first song. Okay, uh, someone to die for. Poor thing. Oh, what's going on with the guitars there? Like there's it sounds
0: like a harpsichord. It
1: does. Um, I think I think it's not though. I think it's a guitar and like something else being plucked at the same time, like a banjo or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Definitely it it's there's a lot of guitar effects yeah. in on this album, and some of them don't work for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I
0: think that like the songs I picked were the four songs that were did work for me. Um there's a good amount of experimentation happening. Yeah, And so the good thing about 15 songs is you always get to see the process of the artist and yeah. the process of the musician because it's such kind of an unedited version of things because things didn't get cut that maybe should have. Um, so that's the good side is you can be like, oh, yeah, that piece of that song shows up again over here and like.
1: Yeah, I one thing I love about uh, opening with this song. Well, I, in general, like the the gambit of of like opening with an acoustic track and then like because you know like it's going to start rocking soon, <laughs> but you're going to have to wait a minute. Uh, I, I like it when when an artist makes me wait, but not too long. Um, cause this, this song, uh, like the whole thing sounds like the, the excerpt that you heard. It's, uh, it's two minutes long and it never like breaks out into a guitar solo or anything, but the next song sure does. Exactly. Uh, should we, should we like, no, no, you pick one.
0: Okay. I wanted to hear Geppetto, which I love the whole song. I lis- I've listened to it like 20, 30 times already. Um, and I like them from 130 to 240 was what okay. I heard down. I can do <laughs> to that. Be really specific. Yeah. Definitely more of a rocker. So I picked, like, the meatiest part of the song, um, as I like to. And so that's what I mean by guitar solo. So maybe not everyone's definition of a guitar solo. A break, definitely, in a song. Um, and it shows, like, the dynamic range of the quiet and the loud and, like, not being afraid to go back to quiet in the middle of the song um, and then build back up to the end. It's very um, soundtrack
1: Yes. Like you could yes, definitely, yes. Yes. There's
0: all sorts of things that could be going on, you know, in the movie when this is playing in the background, um, and it's like the, the it's like
1: the happy moment just before everything goes wrong at oh, the at the end of the second act of the yes. movie.
0: Um, definitely. And and the rhythmically, it's interesting. Um, the vocal part is. All the vocal parts have like a percussive quality to them, and yeah. the way they're coming in and out, and and where they're coming in in the measure, or where they're coming um, through, and then the the background, um, you know, da 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 yeah. you know, like like super cute, just, you know, it's just, it's insulting to call a, a female-fronted yes. band's music cute. But I'm going to have to say this music is freaking adorable.
1: I mean, this song especially, yes. I think.
0: Yes. Um, and I kept thinking of a few bands when I was listening to this, um, mostly the Beatles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Beatles um, in here. And then Liz Fair.
1: Yes, definitely. Um,
0: especially when we get to White Belly, that song um, super feels like Liz Fair.
1: We should we should do Liz Fair soon because because uh, she had that recent like uh, re-release. Well, and I also think today
0: is an anniversary. Today is an anniversary when we're recording this of Exile. Oh yeah, okay. So um, one of the problems I have listening to this album years later is it needs to be like remastered. Yeah, it's really quiet and and things feel murky. Mm-hmm. And so there's like I kind of like want to wipe the grime off of it. Yeah, and that's kind of frustrating to me. There's sometimes when I listen to like I have like Sinead O'Connor Connor tapes. Yeah, that I listen to. Sure. <laughs> um, and yeah. that's that's the production value of this is kind of like that Sinead O'Connor Emperor's New Clothes sound. Yep. Um, so a little bit a little bit of a drum sound that's not my favorite
1: yeah a um, lot of a lot of heavy reverb and then a lot of chorus on the guitars i think
0: yeah so so the, it's not like shimmery i i did fall in love with this but i had to like get through those cobwebs of the like that it hasn't been like remastered and that or re, yeah remastered not remixed and that it hasn't and that the drum sounds are dated yeah not all of them but
1: um, okay, I'm gonna the the thing that drew me into this album, um, and I don't I don't really remember how I got onto this uh, throwing muses belly kick, but I want to do a throwing muses album soon also. Um, but so so someone to die for the the acoustic track that we played um, fades out, and then uh, and then angel comes in with this. So little, good. Uh, it's like
0: good to wait for that
1: rattle, whatever that little, per- little percussion going on.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that song, when I heard that, I, I used to live or I still live in a neighbor that used to have a band that would practice all the time nearby La Luce mm-hmm. and they played at um, their second show. I saw them at Cafe Racer. And they were so nervous. They kept, like, after every song, they're like, this is our second show, guys. We're so nervous. I
1: love seeing a band that's in so that phase. Cute. I love it so much. Like, when there's just, like, uh, burgeoning talent yeah. and, like, you can see oh my
0: gosh. where
1: they're headed. But uh, but they feel so approachable because they're they, just as nervous they as they you would be.
0: as good then as when I saw them headline um, an Echo Park in L.A. festival that, like, I flew down there to see them headline yeah. it because they moved down there um such a great band um so yeah so super surf rock and very playful and really confident mm-hmm. there's a confidence in this album yeah that is great and the song is i think the song really shows that
1: yeah, that that guitar line, like I I was driving my daughter nuts just going around humming that guitar like <laughs> doo <laughs> CC- uh, just over and over, Aww. just like Dad, you have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you know what I? You know what else I like to see at a show? I like seeing a band fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like and you know have that have that human moment. I went to see Stars play at the Neptune last week, and they were terrific. And they they started uh, one of my favorite Stars songs, "One More Night," which which opens with this uh, huge like orchestral riff, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, that wasn't right. Like uh, we need to start that over."
0: That's wonderful. Um, yeah. To me, I like that because it's like a... You feel like you're at band practice with them yes. a the tiny bit. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, no, this is that's a great song and definitely like the some of the structure of the album makes sense. So I am also gonna copy you. Please. Just coincidentally. And the next song I picked is the song that's right after Geppetto. So what's the which one is that again? Which. Which, yeah. So which is super short. Um, w I T C H Witch and just gorgeous.
1: All right, let's do it. I love it. I love
0: it. Um, we're not gonna get sued. I know. Well, maybe we will. That'll be exciting. That's for earned media.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get a call from Tanya Donnelly. Like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs>
0: how dare you. Um that the song, it's it's also like a break in the album to kind of reset yourself for the rest yeah. of the album. Um what else do I like about it? Yeah, you know, it's meditative. It's drony. I love a good drony song of any sort.
1: It's um, got that sort of country I'm not sure if it's actually slide guitar or if they if he's just using the whammy bar but like the the super bent like slidey bent notes on mm-hmm. the guitar.
0: Yeah. You can do it in a few different ways. Yeah. Um it was beautiful. I love that song. I I'll probably listen to that song for a long time to come.
1: Yeah, it would be this this song, that song would be a uh very useful on a mixtape.
0: Yes. Yeah, it
1: could be that cool down moment in the middle. It's short enough to fit onto any mixtape.
0: I was reading something about her backstory of um, becoming friends with this girl when she was little. And then eventually their parents got married. And then that was her stepsister. She then went on to form the band. And then at one point her mom and her got in a car accident and she'd been raised atheist, but then decided to like... Devote her life for a while to Krishna. Um, Is that
1: what this song is about? I don't
0: know. (laughs) But it's called Witch. Witch. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a super... So I don't know if there's like a... It feels like a religious moment. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's just a little interesting biographical.
1: Yeah. I kind of don't know what to get from the lyrics on most of these songs.
0: They're haphazard. Yeah. They're not... Like, yeah. No, it's... it's, um,
1: I really like the lyrics of Angel, but I mean, it's like, you know, 27 words in the whole song, pretty much. Uh,
0: Yeah, they're very repetitive. Yeah. But but, but that's often like in religious songs, it's often true. Oh, yeah. So I don't know.
1: Um, can I tell a, a story that has nothing to do with this? Uh, yes. Just a music-related thing that happened to me yesterday. Do. Um I was I was at my daughter's uh, eighth-grade promotion, uh, which was which was delightful and like didn't go on too long. Somehow it was it was impressive. Um, so we're, <laughs> I'm standing out in the courtyard afterwards, um, uh, and uh, suddenly the song "Thank You, Friends" by Big Star um, pops into my head and will not leave. Like, why did that song suddenly jump into my Aww. head? Is it just because I'm at this you know, graduation ceremony? And then I realized I was standing right next to a poster that said, thank you, Franz Bakery, for <laughs> donating snacks.
0: So this is a story about being middle aged nostalgia uh-huh,
1: yeah, is that-
0: tri- has triggered at any moment. Yeah. Th- you and, can't I mean, escape like, it. Why?
1: That, that song was before my time, so like, you know, it's it's not I don't know if I can be truly nostalgic at for it. At some
0: point today I'm gonna be driving the bus that I do for Metro. Yeah. And I'm gonna be very angry at you that I can't get highway to the danger zone out of my head. <laughs> you are gonna be in so much trouble. I'm gonna be like on the highway, yes, changing lanes the on the zone. I5 and the express lane, getting over to the university district singing that and like hopefully no one around me hears me like I love it actually singing our bus driver singing highway to the danger zone like I don't think that that's a good sign (laughs) (laughs) anyway terrible yeah
1: you're gonna get like a bunch of complaints and a couple of commendations (laughs) from from Kenny Loggins fans (laughs) or or top gun fans
0: oh anyway
1: um okay i would like to play slow dog next and that this is one of those songs that just kind of bounces around from hook to hook and so i sort of want to play like two and a half minutes of it
0: no (laughs) (laughs) can you like jump around in the song i'll try okay
2: again
1: like that chorus i I don't know where the chorus beginning begins and ends because the chorus has like three different hooks in it um this is
0: not a song that i like it's not it is not this is this would be this would be a song this is like if I was watching a movie and it had the song in it, I'd be annoyed at what was ever going on. Like I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, something with a frolicking dog, I guess. Well, that's good. The lyrics are pretty dark. Um, what the? There's a lyric in the song that I do not know whether to love or hate, which which is his see through skin, the kind of skin you can see through.
0: Have you heard the new Belly album?
1: I have. It is. I have not. Okay.
0: They are playing at the Neptune. I was just going to
1: ask if they are coming to town. Yes,
0: uh, the Neptune.
1: Uh, yeah, their new album is called Dove. Is that right? Yes, um, and- I am.
0: I am on the firm. Can walked the Neptune, and all it's having is reunited tours of like bands or bands that have not stopped playing yeah like, like it's very it's like they clearly have figured out that the neptune is where people in their 40s will go get will. a babysitter and go to the show yeah
1: i i saw colin Hay from men at work there yeah. for yes. example yes
0: yeah no it's it's cracking me up um, uh yeah okay well it's too bad but i'm sure they'll I mean, it's play not, a lot from it, this yeah
1: it, it's not the new it's not bad mm-hmm. um it's just it it's not gonna like like turn anyone into a belly fan who wasn't already I guess mm-hmm. I, I do always think it's interesting that like you know Tanya Donnelly has gone on to make tons of solo records um, and then to to like have to go from that to like recreating the sound of your old band so that it's like recognizable as this is a belly record and not just another uh, solo record definitely um, I don't know how you do that Yes, really.
0: Sunday August 12th 8 p.m.
1: So, okay yeah. I would I would go to that yeah maybe we will okay
0: field trip. We meet All up right, with so, our fans. yeah,
1: listeners, come come see us at the Belly Show.
0: Yeah, hang out with us there.
1: Uh, you got any more songs for us? Because that was that was my yes. last pick.
0: What? Um, okay. So Stay is the last song in the album. Okay. And then after that we can listen to White Belly. All right. Which is the one that really reminded me of Liz Fair. And Stay is a a waltzy, a waltzy bit.
1: All right. I like and a waltzy And I think to
0: 121 that. to the end. Okay. Not to be very specific, but...
2: Solomon crawls on the belly of God. Solomon falls on his face.
0: Beautiful. So dreamy, and the drums don't sound terrible. And
1: yeah, I was thinking that too. I was
0: like, ah, oh, the drums—they're it, not—it's it, not hurting me.
1: It's got a real like recorded in a coffee house sound it's to so it. So good in a good way. Yeah, um, I I think that uh, that's like a perfect illustration of one type of great album closing song. Like you either either go with like the the ballad mm-hmm. or or like you rock it up at the end.
0: Definitely. Uh,
1: not, but not something like blandly in between. No, and this is perfect.
0: So good. Um, and then white belly. Okay, that song had the word belly in it, and this song has belly in the title. So yeah, there's it was, a, lot it was a of, whole belly uh-huh. <laughs> situation. I don't and know. I don't know what belly means. If it's like just a word that's fun to sing.
1: I think. I think she said that she just liked like the word because it's it seemed like both pretty and ugly at the same time.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um. So. Oops, so saw. yeah. Beginning and then I said beginning to about 111. Okay. Also in 3-4. some on the Black wishes he wrote that. Yeah, for I mean that sure. was like I mean that was definitely like the Beatles thing. Yeah, like like a super Beatles, super good. There's a lot there. Again, I like the drums on this. Um, I like that it's a, a waltz that it's in three four. I like the the guitar sound is a different guitar sound than many of the other songs, yeah. and more in that kind of Radiohead sounding guitar.
1: Yeah, very much. I like it. it's um, like kind of like a hazy kind of rumbling.
0: What I want to know is how many. People like were like secretly influenced by this, or like how widely did people listen to the whole album and not just the um hit single, which I'm sure you're going to play at the very end here. Well, I was point. I was going to ask. We like, need to play okay, it to so the people because some people have no idea what we're talking. What about. we're talking That's about, they don't fair. remember. They they don't remember it, and they're going to hear it and they're going to be like, "Oh, that song," and they're either going to be like, "Oh, I hated that song," and it was like in every coffee shop and every mall, right. and like it was, it was like constantly. Yeah. I mean, in Southern California, it was like everywhere See, you went was or super Portland annoying. also yeah
1: wherever so, I was living at the time yeah. does that song bug me
0: it's super annoying (laughs) like i think we just like it was too pervasive yeah it was
1: too it feels like it's trying really hard like like
0: it's too fast yeah like everything else in the album is like a really nice lovely tempo and like i don't know
1: like I, i don't think this is what happened i mean i think i think this was like a Genuine, just like we're artistic statement, but it feels like uh, the song you would get if the label came back to you and said, "Like we need you to come up with a hit single, and we need it tomorrow."
0: Yeah, I don't know i I think that,
1: but it, that's fine.
0: I think it was a good song that fit in with what people's musical tastes were at that moment. Yeah, and that one of the th- reasons that we don't like it is because it's too dated. Yeah it's just too it doesn't like to me it doesn't like hold the test of time of like like someone hit wonders you're like oh my gosh of course yeah and that you're just like
1: the laws is, is the those, laws
0: album from the actually, 90s fast forward to the par- part the I know all this and more because that part's good yeah Like that part to me still sounds amazing. Yeah. Like that one line is like worth it musically and sonically and like as an influential moment of like, because you kind of like you you pause and then you fall back into it, which is always like a good feeling in a song. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm with so you there. To, to me, that's the only redeeming <laughs> part of that. Um. there's too much going on in their background I don't like the drum sound blah 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 whatever.
1: Okay but despite that despite yes. ending on a sour note no, no, defi- no. definitely go listen to this album it's on all the services. Go play,
0: play Witch again or yeah. Witches or whatever it's called. Play, <laughs> play, go out on a good note. It's too delightful everyone go listen to the song Oh it's so, so dreamy Check out the rest of our episodes at hiddenjukebox.com
1: Yep, recently we've talked about safe. Belle and Sebastian, Radiohead, other bands you may have heard of. <laughs> uh, we have we have a little time. like uh, This was like uh, uh, putting on the spot, but uh, anything you've been listening to lately that you think people should know about?
0: Um... That is putting me on the spot. I'm still obsessed with the Chastity Belt album that oh, came yeah. out. Um, Love it. The Let me see what it's called because I'm really bad at remembering things because I'm older now. I could listen to that album forever. Um, it's called I Used to Spend So Much Time Alone from yeah. 2017. Um, and it's just so gorgeous. And um, yeah, Chastity Belt
1: okay I've I've two that I would that I would like to mention one one embarrassing and one less so I'll start with the less embarrassing one um Ruler is a it's essentially a solo project by a Seattle guy and it has a very 90s sound to it the album is called Winning Star Champion and the uh, the title track uh, the chorus is uh, I'm the winning star champion of fucking up (laughs) nice
0: Uh,
1: and uh, I every song like there is not an original idea anywhere on this album say the
0: name of the artist one more time
1: Ruler R-U-L-E-R really easy to Google yeah that's a problematic band name in a lot of ways (laughs) and then the the, the uh what i'm embarrassed about cuz it makes me feel very old is um that uh, there's a new there's a new Nas album which i am not fond of but at the same time he released uh, uh illmatic live from the kennedy center with the national symphony orchestra
0: <laughs> i wish everyone could see I, my face right now i
1: i understand i think
0: matthew's blushing <laughs> yeah
1: i understand all the reasons why this should be terrible and it's so good okay like hearing hearing the bass line from New York State of Mind played on an upright upright bass, it's just lovely.
0: No, and and also, um, it's like when I heard NPR, I had listened to the Roots forever, and and then I heard the NPR like you know reviewing an album, and they were like yeah. the hip hop band, the Roots, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, exactly, like really, <laughs> like like don't don't take this from me, yeah. So, but but. But there's, there's, yeah, no, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, so, yeah, so check us out online and listen to all of our episodes, review us in all the places you can review us.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Google has a new podcast app that uh, you might want to check out if you're on an Android phone. Uh, you can probably review us on that. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash jukebox where uh, you can leave a comment there or on our website, hiddenjukebox.com.
0: Let us know what albums we should be reviewing yes, and talking please. about and, and going back and diving into our deep bathtub of nostalgia and embarrassing memories.
1: All right. I'll, yeah, we got to fill that bathtub. <laughs> All right. I'm Matthew Epsterverton, Burton. And I'm
0: Laura Lowe. See
1: you next time.